You are listening to the Creative Spirits Podcast. My name is Cheryl Benji. I'm an artist, art educator, and creative coach. I'm here to share my journey as an artist and to inspire you to shine your light as bright as possible. I believe we are all born creative. It just takes a little bit of practice, passion, and perseverance to get to where we want to be. I also believe that we can manifest whatever it is we want in this life. So please stay tuned. This is episode 11 of the Creative Spirits Podcast. Today, my guest is Christine Lane, who is an artist, private CNA, and creator of Twice the Kindness, LLC. She is a mother of six beautiful children and loves to share kindness, joy, and light as an artist. And today, our focus will be about love, kindness, and caring, and of course, creating, because it's Valentine's Day. So please stay tuned. Hi, Christine. Hi, Cheryl. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for being on my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here as well. This is really special for me. After all these years of friendship, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. And I'm so proud of you. And our theme for this podcast is love, kindness and care. And I feel um, being friends with you for so long, that's everything you embody, and everything you're sharing out there in the world. And I remember when we first met in high school, and um, you were such a creative spirit then and now. And I used to admire you from afar. Um, you were in drama, you were in cheer, you were in art class and dance class. And I mean, I took maybe two classes like art and dance. I mean, dance for just a year. And I always admired that about you, how you would just jump into things and you do that now um, without that fear or reservation. And uh, that's what has inspired me and our friendship and to see your kindness and towards others and what you're doing now, which we'll talk about later. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. I feel the same way about you. And yes, you know, meeting all those years ago, we did meet on of course, in the hallways, passing by and saying hello, but I definitely remember having our trip on one of the school um, abilities of going to see what career we may want to try when we had graduated and we both were on the bus to go to Torrance Memorial and we both were interested in physical therapy and in occupational therapy but we started talking about our love of art on that bus ride mm-hmm. and we would have lunch together we would um, again just always smile at one another but we did our friendship grew at the end of our senior year of high school and just started to blossom from there. And just to see the path that we both have taken has been um, so beautiful and so inspiring and encouraging. And so I just want you to know, I feel the same way about you. 
Thank you. So I'm going to dive into our first question. How was creativity a part of your life? I know your mom is very creative. Um, how did your parents influence and support you? So it's really interesting because, you know, as a parent, you know, I do have a blended family and I have six children. My mom, she loved the arts. So she did love acting and singing. And she would always tell us, you don't have to be the perfectionist at it. You just have to follow your heart. If you love singing, sing. If you want to dance, dance. If you want to try out for a part in a play, I'm here to support you. And my dad, he's a little bit more of the type of doesn't want the spotlight on him. But he always was very, he's like, okay, like if we go to a restaurant and we want to sing happy birthday, he will be like terrified and mortified and, and will want to kill us once we leave the restaurant. So we know better <laughs> than to have them ever come out and sing. Whereas my mom, she will soak in all that of attention and she just <laughs> loves to go along with the energy of the happiness. And so, of course, myself and my sisters, we definitely picked up you know, we loved the support that we had from both parents, but we definitely picked up on my dad's energy with the support and my mom's energy with just going with the flow. And I do remember as young as being in kindergarten, there was this play at school. And of course I was only five and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a play. And I wanted to be part of the play. And so they only let a few kindergartners be part of it. And they, at first I said, mom, this play sounds really fun. I want to be a part of it. And she said, well, go back and ask the teacher. So I went back and asked the teacher. And then the teacher took me and we had to go talk to the art teacher. And I would talk to the art teacher said, I want to be part of this play. And I would not, there was like a five-step process to be part of this little Christmas production. But it was oh so gosh. important to me. And I didn't have any fear. Like there was no- You didn't like, give up. I didn't give up. And there was like this persistence that I obviously at a five-year-old age did not even have a clue what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted this and I was not going to give up until I got there. And there was no thought of fear in there of like, I can go do this. So, and of course it was this little part in the play and I had so much fun with it. And my mom always, you know, shared how she loved that from that age, she could see the persistence in me when I had set my heart on something. And I started drawing just by looking at pictures and say, oh, can I draw this? And my mom, she always thought she couldn't draw. So she draw or paint because of a fear of not being able to. But then it kind of switched. I encouraged her to start to learn and see her talent that she already had in her to be able to draw and to paint. And so she began that after she started seeing me do that part as well. I mean, our children are our biggest teachers. And they are. how beautiful that you brought that out for your mom and your mom encouraged you and uh, you were just, and I, I see that in kids that they don't have that fear. I feel like as we get older, we develop that fear from our surroundings and uh, society or, you know, what people tell us we can or can't do. But I feel yeah. like when you have supportive parents, and my mom was also very supportive as well with my creative endeavors and still is. I so yeah, I see that. And I've, I've always noticed that about your parents, how loving and supportive, and I just love them. They're, they're great. And um, how wonderful. And they love you too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. They do. Um, 
So right now, like, what is it that you love to create? What is it in your life that you're creating and you're doing that you're passionate about? So right now I have been helping create websites for my business, twice the kindness. I've also been doing some painting with my children and doing a few paint parties as a side, 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 side job. Um, because my heart right now is really drawn to twice the kindness, but I all have my day to day with my patient. I still take care of a 77 year old and I'm still with Charlie, who's 95 years old. And with grandma Katie, my patient who's 77, you know, she really needs to have movement. And so my days with her, I am the caregiver with her that will make sure that she's walking and dancing in her chair and, you know, this improv of music. It was so cute because last week I put on Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Oh, and I, I just, love that song. <laughs> like, you know, especially at 77 and 95, you know, we're staying alive, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's the goal. She, that's the goal. So she's doing her little hand rolls. I'm like, okay, now roll. Now point to the side. Now point to the other side. And here we are. We're doing a dance. And she didn't even realize we're doing a dance. So. Aww. Um, that's just part of my creativity still. And I love, you know, making up songs in the car. I'll start making up words in a tune and it just keeps my spirit, you know, awake and alive and, you know, hopeful. And if I'm not making up a song, I'm dancing in the car or I'm dancing in the kitchen and, or I'm dancing with patients, dancing with my kids and, you know, and so doing some of the painting, doing dancing, and then of course, creating these websites for twice the kindness since there's so many more to be growing with with part of the company I love that I, I feel like dance which is something I've been incorporating more in my routine yes you know, in my life right now it um, changes the energy of your whole being and just I, it makes me happy so and I always remember you dancing and I just love seeing it and I love seeing other people do it. And I'm like, well, why don't I do that more? Why does it just have to be at a party? Why can't it just be in the morning? I put on a five minute song and I just dance. Like that's a creative process. That's something that is also important to incorporate in your lifestyle. Why not? So it really, um, it really, really is. And you know, it's been a special thing because it's been like a spiritual side to dance as well you know in high school when I was dancing and as a kid is dancing I mean I started again doing dance also at a young age but I understood that you know there's always someone who may have more talent less talent but just to be you because your talent still is special just as it is and then you know you graduate from high school and I did some dance in college and then just going to a Zumba class I can be in a room full of people in a Zumba class and we're exerting energy. And I kid you not, almost every time I go to a Zumba class, I'm dancing and I have tears coming down my face wow. because I'm feeling so much energy in the room. And I'll start to dance my way back to the back of the classroom because I'm like, they're going to be looking at this lady going, why is she crying? And she's sitting here dancing. Zumba. <laughs> it's because... I'm exercising, but I'm picking up and sharing all of this wonderful energy. So yeah. comes over me. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally, I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so since you were talking about twice the kindness, we'll go to that question. What inspired you to come up with this new project? Um, what's the backstory? 
Okay, so the backstory is I've been a private caregiver um, for over 15 years. I started um, before I got my CNA license. I was working in California in a nursing home that specialized for schizophrenics and Alzheimer patients, and I was the activities director. And I thought I would get to have more hands-on time with each of the residents there. And I was just a little sad because I had to do more bookkeeping and computer work, and I really wanted to do hands-on. So the foundation started to lay at that point. Then I got my CNA license thinking I was going to go on to nursing. And I already had two, I was uh, pregnant with my second child and I already had a seven month old at home. And so I knew that I would take these courses and then do another pause. And so after that point, when I started private patients, after completing the course, it was made clear to me that it was a calling. So while I was been, you know, have been caregiving, of course, I've had different patients throughout the 15 years. And I also just love doing an outreach to the homeless. I love outreaching to other elderly nursing homes because I knew how understaffed and overworked CNAs, nurses, and all these nursing homes were. And I knew how much the residents there needed some extra attention. And so going there to dance to paint with them, to bring gifts to the elderly, to do a homeless outreach um, where we could just get a group of friends and we, you know, all pulled together with food and blankets and jackets. And it was wonderful. And then Atlanta, where I'm living now, there was a law that changed and they didn't want just that sporadic volunteering like we were doing with friends. And so then I was like, how can we give back together then as a community? And I've been helping, of course, Charlie, who's 95 now. I took care of you know, his wife for five years, and I've been taking care of him for the three years since she passed as well. And he had this little company where you know, he does imprinting, and you can put messages on items. And I thought, we could send a message to homeless people and to cancer patients. And it was I was sitting on the bed, and my uh, grandma Katie, my patient, she was sitting in her chair, just done you know, her hair and she and I were talking and it was just like this blanket of like love and inspiration came over me and it was like, we can help give in a bigger way. And that was in um, April 19th of 2019. And I didn't know, okay, here, this inspiration was put on my heart. I'm like, but what does this look like? And how do I make this happen? And how do I pull together with groups of people to make this happen? And little by little, you know, you just start, you know, asking questions. Do you know how to do this? I would ask people, do you know how to make a website? And, you know, and then I would start to kind of put the idea out there to schools. Like, you know, how would you like if maybe we could give to the community and then a portion of every gift that we, you know, have all the families and friends purchase, we can, you know, give part of that money back to the school. And every person that I've talked to at my kids' schools were so excited about it. And so it encouraged me to keep on going. And then I saw this show that we watch on TV on TLC. And in the show, they were visiting an orphanage. And they had let the couple know, like, when you come to this orphanage, please, you know, you're going to spend time with the kids here at the orphanage, but don't let on that you are going to, you know, uh, that you may adopt them. Don't even put that in the air. Just make sure they know you're here just to spend time with them. And in the scene, they walked to the orphanage and all the kids started coming out and tears just jumped out of my face. And I was just like, how do we get to give like that? How can we go and bring people to come spend time with these children who don't have parents anymore? Like, you know, just, just 
give them love while they wait to find a forever home. And so I was just like, I've got to help pull together with the community to make this happen, to bring gifts to children in orphanages, to foster care children who need suitcases and duffel bags so they don't carry their stuff in trash bags. So I can help cancer patients know that they're not alone, that you know they're at a very scary moment in their life and I want them to know that they have so many people that they maybe never met in person that just loves them and cares about them and and that they will be okay, you know, and that there is a lot of love in this world. And then still help the, you know, our schools need money and businesses may need money to help another family in the company or, you know, a church may have another mission that they need help raising money for. So now they've helped given in the community here. And then they also raise money for a cause that they may be helping people in Africa with. And this is a way to facilitate that because we all are connecting and can pull together to make all of this love be shared and share the light. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I just love that. And it's like you're stepping into your dharma, your calling. Um, and it's so beautiful to see and all the love and heart you're putting into this project. I know Thank it's going to grow and you know, go many places and you're going to change many people's lives uh, for the better. And it's not just giving them like a gift. It's showing them that there's someone who cares about you. I think that's what that gift represents more than anything. Yes. That there's and that you're being thought of. About you. Yes. 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 And, and that you're not alone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that you are important, that you are special. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for doing this and for um, being so inspiring and showing what the act of kindness is really about and not to forget to, it's not just about us. No. You know, and yeah. our worries and our troubles. I feel like whenever I'm in my own stuff, that I always think about, okay, who can I help today? Because yeah. it's not about me all the time. And, you know, it's it's thinking, okay, well, there's someone else suffering in the world that has it a lot worse than I do. And how can I help that person make their day better? Because then in return, like, you feel good too. Like, it's this. You do. Yeah. You do. Exchange of beautiful energy. And what is it that we're in this lifetime doing on this? earth you know it's to service you know service yeah. is a way to get out to get out of our own way out of our own stuff you know and um yeah so it's beautiful thank you for putting this out there thank you yes I mean because even with your own problems you know you acknowledge that you had these problems and so you know that you're important and your your problems are important as well but then as you realize that and then shift to other people and their things too it does help put you know your shift your focus and you then bring light to the situation and you're helping yourself and you're helping you know think of them and sending them love as well yeah yes um so i remember when you decided to your own art nights um i noticed how again you just jumped in and you did it and you asked me how I did everything because I was doing them and you saw I was posting about them and it inspired you. It and did. 
um, and you asked me how I did everything and you, you took action. Like I was surprised how quickly you did it all. And it was just so <laughs> beautiful. I was so proud of you. I was like, yeah, you go girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> so how, like for our listeners, how, what is your process in like conquering your fears? You know, cause I feel like as adults, it, it becomes more than like when you were a kid, it's a little different because you don't really know the concept of, fear as much so how is that for you when starting new projects and like this you know with twice the kindness like it's a yes. big thing you know yeah there's all do. these moving so, parts yes there's yeah. all these moving parts how do you facilitate yes making yeah. it happen I you know I first was inspired by you with the painting you know thank you you really were and it was just like okay this is great we're on opposite coast here we could keep helping you know, helping others be more comfortable being in tune with art. Because there is one part that I understand, especially when I'm around others who are painting. So I went, of course, I've had time with you and being around you and painting. And then, of course, I've done time with my mom and my sisters and then one-on-one -on -one with my mom where we went to, you know, like sip and strokes where you can bring your wine and snacks mm -hmm. and do a painting. And I saw the steps, you know, that to really help show others how to make this piece of art come to life through those you know, classes and watching you and through art class back in our freshman year of high school. And it was all that concept of like, okay, we have these steps and we do this step and this step, and then you're putting your own touch to it and you can put the colors you want. You don't always have to go with the colors they're suggesting. And you just kind of let the paintbrush take over. And I did notice that others would be making comments like, I'm not that great of an artist. This is going to look weird. Oh, mine looks so bad. Oh, like, yeah. No. Like, <laughs> as we built out, never entered my head. It's like, no, I'm just creating a piece of art. Is it going to look like the person next to mine? No. Is it maybe even going to look like the teachers? It might resemble that, but it, it doesn't matter because this is my piece of art. And we're here to have a good time. We're here to enjoy, to be free, to relax. And, you know, as humans, we start to let that judgment come on or that fear of what others are going to be thinking. And all of that didn't matter. We were there to have fun and to enjoy and to create. And I said, you know, I can go and continue on and do like Cheryl has and go into homes and, you know, help celebrate with other women and men. It's mainly been women that have wanted to do this. Not that men don't love to do it as well, but I've seen for me I've had a lot of women come and ask to do this and you know they do get so hard on themselves and I always start my party nights of like you know I want you this is about enjoying our togetherness yeah. this is about socializing this is about creating and all of you are artists whether you believe it or not I believe for you right now and all of you are artists and I want us to have fun and I want us to enjoy and I want the creations to begin, you know, and so they do, they start to, you could just feel the energy of going the nervousness to like relaxing, relaxing, oh, we're having fun, oh, we're having fun. Yeah. And then when they're all done, some of them will be like, oh my gosh, this still looks so funny, but they're laughing <laughs> and they're yeah. enjoying and, yeah. and it's like this connecting time, you know, so yeah. it's not only about creating the art, we just created a connection all by being together while we were creating you know so yeah. that always feels so good yes. yeah and that's what I always talk about is that we're all creative spirits we were all born to create 
we just might do it differently. Maybe it might be through cooking, maybe it might be through music or knitting or, you know, whatever it is. Yes. Um, writing. Yes. And writing. Definitely. I, and, and I, I feel like people forget or they don't know that it's about the process more than the end result is what is it that you're experiencing at this moment? What is this making you feel then like, Oh my gosh, this is like just terrible. It's the, what is this? You know, I can't draw or I can't paint or, and even if you just get like different colors of paint and brush it across the canvas or paper, that yes. good. That's great. Like doing that, what it's, what it's doing to your mind, body, spirit, like that's what you want that, that, yeah, beautiful experience. And then in the end, like you said, like, it made them laugh and, you know, have fun and just, uh, you open that space for them to feel yes. to feel good instead of coming from that fear. And I think that's, that's where you come from when you're, um, whenever you start something, you open that space for yourself. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yes, because even with my elderly patients, when I've gone into some of the senior homes and we do a, a paint afternoon and I bring the canvases and the easels there, it some of them will start to feel you know, fear the judgment even at 80, 85, 90 years old. And then some of them will tap into, oh, I remember how much I love to do this. It like re-inspired, it's like reopened the door to that creative side that's always been there. And that maybe was very active in one part of their life. And it kind of just went dormant for a while. And then it reopened again, you know? And yeah. so it's really cool to, again, see the shift where some of them are judging themselves and like, we're enjoying, we're creating and being in the moment and how it feels. And then it's like, so neat to see what it taps into for each individual, you know? That's beautiful. Um, so how has art healed you in your life? So art has definitely healed me through, you know, you had just mentioned writing, um, journaling has helped me tremendously. So if I'm writing a poem or if I'm just writing out my thoughts, I'm writing and that has helped me get out what I might be working through, help start to shift, you know, if I'm feeling in a darker place, help start to bring the light music, 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 music. Gosh, do I love music so much putting on a song, I can definitely go from one mood to the next. <laughs> it, it really does enlighten, you know, the moment and it helps me visualize other goals and, you know, other feelings I have. Um, it's funny because, you know, if I'm missing, like, a, you know, you and I are on opposite coasts. And when I miss you and Ponta and I miss other friends on the uh, West Coast and family, you know, it's a way of also connecting with you guys and thinking of you in my mind because there's lots of songs that make me think of you, make me think of other classmates and other coworkers that I used to work with in California and just brings back memories. And so if you're having, you know, if I'm having a down moment, that inspires me to be able to think of other memories. And then I, of course, all of a sudden shift from having a heavyweight to a lighter feeling and a lighter feeling or feeling silly and giddy. And of yeah. course, then with music, it makes me want to dance. <laughs> so the dancing helps heal what's hurting, you know, and if you're crying and you've gone through maybe like 
you know, losing a loved one. I know when some of my patients were getting close to passing and just being there each day with them and me feeling so sad, you know, like my last patient, Dolly, when she passed away in 2018, I was, I just, I knew it was coming and I was just so sad and I needed to get back there for her and I needed to be strong for her and I needed to be strong for her family. And I would put music on to help get through that really, really emotional time or when my mom had a stroke and I was so scared and I just was able to leave and put on soft music to calm myself, but then put on music that I would listen to with my mom to just help see my mom get stronger and to heal. And same with my dad, the same thing. I was scared. And so I'm putting on anchors away, you know, as I have open heart surgery and, you know, anchors away, he was a, a sailor. So I was able to put that on and to connect and just to see the surgery going well. And all of that has helped heal me with music, writing, dancing, and then painting, just getting some color on a page when I yeah. just want to do something gentle and easy. Yeah, there's so many different ways of um, getting the healing through all these different uh, ways of creating all the different tools that we have access to. If I love it. We really want, want it. Wow, I love yeah. that. Beautiful. Um, so what are some words of wisdom you have for all the creative spirits out there? So some words of wisdom I have is to believe in yourself. And I know that's a process. But each day, start with just one thought of something that you really admire about yourself. And then take that thing that you admire about yourself and imagine that you are shining a light right through it. And that light, as it goes through it, it shines straight forward and then all around you. And it, it all has to start with one thing that you admire with yourself and truly think about that and then see that light that's shining around and see that light touching others, others that you maybe don't even know on a personal level yet, but maybe they hear you talking, maybe they see you. And there's so many times we don't even realize what impact we've made on someone that Maybe we've never even talked to you in person, but they got to hear us or they got to see us. And you are touching lives because we all truly are going through things that others may not know about. And so your light is definitely making an impact to not only for yourself, but to so many people around you that you don't even know. And they need that light. That light is so important and you are so important. So my word of wisdom would be to believe in yourself. And to know that even on the bad days, that there is always something that you can do to help you switch your thoughts, to help re-guide your thoughts to where you do want to be, to see yourself in, in prayer. We are praying for things we do want to happen. So if you are about to go into a situation and you're nervous, whether it be an art class, whether it be a big project you're doing, whether it be a conversation you need to have with your kids' teachers or the kids' school, or you need to talk to a doctor because you know you have some health issues going on. I just encourage you to take a moment before you go do those things, see what you would like to happen. Pray for what you would like to happen. See light in that situation and believe in yourself. 
and just remember how special you are and how important you are and how loved you are. And you are here on this earth for a purpose. Yeah, that's wonderful. Visualization, that's, that's yes. really what you're saying is to do, which I truly believe in. Um, so how can people find you and donate to your organization, Twice the Kindness? So right now, what's very exciting, this is, of course, February Heart Month, um, Love Month. And I started with the first website, which is for cancer patients and hospital patients. So if you go to www.twicethekindness, and that stays all together, twicethekindness.com forward slash gifts, and that's G-I-F-T-S for cancer patients and then another forward slash. So www.twicethekindness.com forward slash gifts for cancer patients. So every gift that is purchased on that site currently is going to be going to the Wellstar Cancer Centers here in Atlanta, Georgia. That's going to be for the adults and for the children. We are giving the children's gifts to Children Healthcare of Atlanta, Scottish Rite Hospital here in Atlanta. And a portion of every gift purchased there is a beautiful family in Arizona that I have been in touch with and their names are Natalie and Matthew Ball and Matt has been going through chemo. He currently is still in the hospital right now. He had a horrible ear infection um, while he's been going through chemo and so they have had, and I know normally an ear infection wouldn't be a big deal, but when you are a cancer patient and you have other ailments come, um, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And so um, they were hoping he would get to come home yesterday, but he is still in the hospital because he started to have some nosebleeds. It started off with tongue cancer in 2016 and then moved to nasal pharynx cancer in 2019. And so he is still getting chemo for that. And he's been going to Cancer Centers of America in Arizona. And there's just a new light and a new hope and um, so a portion of every gift that is purchased for the cancer patients here and the hospital patients here in Atlanta off the website, they'll go gifts there and a portion goes to the family in Arizona so that we have twice the kindness. We're always helping at least two causes and gifts go to our recipients in the community and the portion of every gift will always go back to a cause, mission, family, school, business, um, or a sport team, music team, a band for a high school. So I'm expecting and envisioning that this will grow across America because there's so much love and so much giving that we all love to do. It is. That is done. That's beautiful. Um, I love this. Thank you for being on my podcast and sharing your light and your wisdom and your beautiful energy. And it's been such an honor and to have you in my life all these years and to grow together and to see each other and what we're each doing and inspiring one another it's been a gift for me and um, I love having you as my friend so thank you for being my soul sister yes I know I'm so grateful for you too Cheryl I always say I won the lottery in the family and friend department the friendships that we have are truly golden and We are connected at a soul level, and that's why we call ourselves soul sisters. When you have a foundation starting at, you know, 14, 15 years old, and I know some people have been friends with other friends that they've had since elementary or even as a baby, 
that, yeah. I mean, we got to start as teenagers and to see that and to grow with that foundation and all the different steps and walks of life that we each have been on on our journeys. Um, it means a whole world of difference when we have friends like you. And I appreciate you. I really love you so much, Cheryl. And you have brought so much inspiration and light and love to not only me, to my family and to everyone that you come in contact with. And I really thank you for that. And thank you for this, for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited. One more. Oh, aspiration. I love it. Yay. Here's to a wonderful life of love, care, and kindness. Yes, absolutely. Perfect for Valentine's Day. So everybody, keep sharing that love. Keep sharing that kindness. And remember how loved you are. And have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Thank you for joining me in this episode's Creative Spirits Podcast. I always enjoy having you along. And if you want to see more of my work and get to know me better, you could go on CherylBenji.com or follow me on Instagram at CherylBenji underscore art. And I have a beautiful Facebook community called Creative Spirits. I would love for you to join in on that and become a member and please follow and please share with anyone who you think might be interested in my podcast I would greatly appreciate it it would mean so much to me I really want to spread the creativity the inspiration and all the goodness and have a ripple effect of beauty out there in the world. Love and light always. Until later. Bye.